Hey y'all, it's your girl Lanita Harris here and today we're going to be talking about let people be who they are and how you shifting and loving them in spite of can impact their lives in ways unimagined. Let's talk about it. It's never too late for you to embrace who you are. It's never too late to embrace who you were designed to be. Okay, so last time we talked about take me as I am, right? And we mentioned conflict resolution and how sometimes conflict resolution looks like having conversations and negotiations to come to a meeting of the minds. And sometimes it looks like just letting people be who they are. So the last year or so of my life has really been something, okay? (laughs) And I want to plug a book about personal growth right here called The Mastery of Self by Don Miguel Ruiz Jr. I'm going to say it one more time. The Mastery of Self by Don Miguel Ruiz Jr. That's helped me tremendously. And so the book is about what the title says, right? The Mastery of Self. It gives practical knowledge and examples on how to be your best self. And it encourages you to take responsibility for your own emotions and not lean, depend, or rely on others to make you feel a certain way. So I was talking to a friend a while back and she coined everything that I was feeling in this simple phrase. Honey, we got to let people be who they are and do what we have to do to be okay with it. And we have to do that regardless of someone's relationship to us, friend, parent, boss, mentor, romantic partner, or other family member. We need people and people need us. So we will never be without having to commune with others in some way for long. Hopefully, as you get older, you grow and mature, right? You calm down in some areas you were really riled up in. You get wiser in some areas you weren't as wise in. And one area I've gotten more relaxed in is just letting people be. Listen to me, y'all, okay? When I tell you I was the conflict resolution queen by talking it out. I'm not lying. I ain't lying. And I've had <laughs> quite a many conflicts to resolve. Do you hear me? Do you, not, not on my part. Not because I was just out there causing issues. No, no, I was just the peacekeeper, the peacemaker. Amen. <laughs> so listen, my stamina is forever long when it comes to talking something out to resolve a conflict. My motto was, listen, we is going to get to the root and we is going to come to an understanding so that we will have a healthy and thriving bond or relationship. Listen, uh uh-huh. And to all my friends out there listening that have been with me through more than a decade, listen, listen, thank you. Thank you. And I love you. Thanks for hanging in there with me and making room for that quality in me, even though I know I probably made you want to pull your hair out. (laughs) So here's some background info. When I was growing up, I was around a considerable amount of arguing and anger. You know, some people just have a knack for knowing how to slice people down into nothingness with their words. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Like they can just make people feel like just trash, man. And that's not cool. But listen to me. If you're around that long enough, you pick up the skill. So baby, I learned it too. I learned how to do it too, though I never wanted to use that skill. 
I only used it when my back was against the wall and I felt like I had to, to make the storm stop. Most of the time though, I tried to be the peacemaker. Now, something I realized when I was a teen was that people have so many problems with each other that aren't discussed in an emotionally safe environment. And so then it all builds up so big until it comes out like a volcanic eruption. Y'all know what I'm talking about? For some people who don't know how to effectively process their feelings, they can be walking, ticking volcanoes. And child, listen, few people enjoy being around someone considered to be an active volcanic site. So what do we do with people that are connected to us that we either can't get away from because they're family or feel like we shouldn't get away from them because God wants us to be joined? Well, we've got to become masters at conflict resolution. There's no other way to put it. And again, one method of conflict resolution that can be employed is to just let people be who they are and do what you have to do to be okay with it. At this age of 35 though, y'all, I can say that I've definitely grown in the area of allowing people the freedom to be who they are. Because at any given point of the day, guys, people really are doing the best that they can every single day, given the circumstances that day, regardless of how awful you think someone is or what decisions they've made that you don't agree with. Every single day, people wake up and they are doing the best that they can in the moments they have, making whatever decisions they have to make. And realizing, coming to terms with, and truly believing this truth makes it be easier for your will to just give people the space to be who they are and love them still. Now, can they do better? Let's ask that question. Well, in retrospect, yes, absolutely, because hindsight will always be 2020. But in the moment they had to make the decision, no. Why? Because a close up is blurry. And sometimes you have limited information or options to choose from. And when under pressure, Y'all, people just default to their habit. So if you notice, the absolute only time people say they can or could do better is when they are removed from the pressure of the situation and looking back at what they actually did and able to see the results of the decision they chose while being under pressure. So can people do better? Sure. But only after they realize they can. And they can only come to that realization by taking inventory of their own decisions and what happened as a result as they look back over their life. Sometimes we can help them realize it by pointing out things. Other times it's best to just let them figure it out on their own. And no one can determine which way to go but you in the moment if you're the one that's going to point things out. And if you choose to point things out, you too will be doing your best at that time. So figure out what works best for your person that you love and go with that. As long as you're not basically killing yourself or bringing harm to others by trying to hang on to your person, then hang on to them because they are worth it. Sowing into good grounds produce all manner of great results. So let's talk about people that are tough for you to deal with at times or mostly. It's important to understand that they did not become that way overnight, right? It took their whole lives 
or a strong situation to build or change them into what they've become. Change is a gradual transformation. It takes time. It doesn't happen overnight. And that's if you're changing into something that's not the greatest or if you're changing into something that's better than what you were. It just takes time to happen. And when you want to have a close relationship with someone and they're doing some things that really bother you or rub you the wrong way or otherwise cause a negative response in you, listen to me. Before you start pointing the finger at them and telling them where they need to change, what they need to do and how they need to do it so that they can be pleasing to you or even how they can be better for themselves because you feel like you know how they can be better. Listen. I really, really want to encourage you to take a step back and first examine why you are so negatively affected the way that you are because of whatever decision they made. Because guys, it may not be something that the other person needs to change. It may be something that you need to change. I'm going to let that sit right there for a moment. Now, any good, healthy relationship should be difficult to navigate at times because if it isn't, then neither of the people in the relationship are growing. And any good, healthy relationship should involve give and take. So there's going to be times where you have to make the changes to accommodate others. And there's going to be times where they have to make the changes to accommodate you. Just do your best to remember that at any given point in time, and especially in the moment of conflict, Each of you are doing your best at that time. And it's not fair to someone else to compare their level of best to yours if you consider them to be underperforming. Figure out how to help them increase their level of best. Comparison is not the greatest method to accomplish that. It will typically discourage rather than encourage. I want to encourage you to be watchful over yourself to make sure you're not so caught up in trying to mold and shape someone to better suit your comfort level that you're completely overlooking them as a separate living, breathing person apart from you. That nugget is especially important for all my parents and women in romantic relationships out there listening. I'm going to leave that right there. Amen. Uh huh. Sometimes you just need to leave folk alone and quit picking them apart and just be in their space with them, learning them and sharing your time with them. Just love them the best that you can. Don't throw stones at them, guys. And a stone doesn't have to mean that you're rude or mean to them. A stone can be you frequently, unrequestedly telling somebody how and why they should alter something. Because eventually, That person is going to believe they're not good enough for you as they are, and they're not going to want to be around you. Come on, man. You know that's true. Think about how many people you've cut off or out of your life because they always had something to say about you. And for my older parents out there listening, baby, be careful how you handle your millennial children because, honey, we, the millennials, do not play here. We is quick to cut a saint off. Do you hear me? I'm talking about we cutting parents and all out. (laughs) Listen, family, we don't care about the blood relationship here. We don't care nothing about it. We is going to have peace or nothing at all. (laughs) So that's it, guys. You know, we talk about love and relationships here a lot on the podcast. And quite frankly, that's because that's where my heart is. I can only give you what I have. And I'm giving you the principles and examples and some details on what works 
and what doesn't based on real life experience I've had and helped others with. I'll leave you with this. First John chapter four, verse eight. Whoever does not love does not know God for God is love. And guys, if we were created in God's image, then regardless of our life journey or path or calling, it should be our determined goal to embody and give or show the love of God to others, for it has been shed abroad in our hearts. And guys, the best way to hone our love skills and grow is to confess the love scripture over ourselves. That's 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 4 through 8. I like the amplified version, right? So read that and put your name in place of love. And then we have to discipline ourselves to act according to that confession way more often than not when presented with a conflict. So thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Let's Talk About It, The Gray Area, and I'll see you next week. Same time, same place. You can start-